the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia right here on SAFM well, we start off the conversation or start off the show with the interview with the Dr. Paddy Luhutla, former statistician general um, of the country, who is of the view that next year's national and provincial elections should be postponed given the numerous challenges that our country has had to deal with in the past decade or so. Luhutla says we need to hold serious talks aimed at providing strategic direction about the future of this country. And in that wide-ranging interview with the Daily Maverick, he says that a CODESA-like platform should actually be established so that we can iron out uh, some of these issues. And he now joins us on the line. Uh, Dr. Leutla, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, sir, and how are you? And uh, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm well, and, thanks. Uh, good day for your listeners, to all as much. Thank you so much, Dr. Lutla. I'm well, thanks. Let's speak about the idea of postponing the election. Are you making the proposal outside of looking into whether constitutionally it is actually possible? Well, I haven't uh, really looked at uh, the Constitution as such, but I guess that uh, the elections could be held within 90 days of the last election, which means we have up to August, Mm -hmm. at least before we can have an election. That probably gives us ample time uh, to look ourselves in the mirror. And uh, I think uh, that if we agree to do that, then we will demonstrate that we are serious about the future of the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can begin the process of inspecting, introspecting, and then creating that horse, which is the national agenda. Because at this point in time, the idea of a national agenda of South Africa is completely diluted. We cannot say which direction we are going, be it economically or socially, uh, the challenges have just become so overpowering that the moment of pausing is crucial. What's the danger that, that lies implies, ahead if we go ahead with the elections? If we go ahead with the elections, we have seen what has happened with local government elections where people are exchanging favors. And then uh, it's uh, a change of mayor every day. We are headed for a national coalition, a coalition of sorts. And in that coalition, that started the top and ends at the local government level. We are going to have a a chaos, especially when we don't have a clearly defined national agenda. And then uh, not a code of conduct, but uh, extraction of... uh, accountability. We don't have mechanisms or we don't execute the mechanisms of extracting accountability. And this arrangement cannot be uh, concluded by politicians who will have already been elected. It has to be concluded by society. You see, what we have is uh, we have a jockey that also determines what horse to create. So politicians among themselves or in political parties themselves, create a horse and decide to be a jockey at the same time. That's a moral hazard. And that's an underlying moral hazard in our framework of politics. We need society to determine that horse and say this is the horse that we as society have framed, which is a national agenda with economics, with social policies, with everything in there. 
And then having created that, he said, now we are looking for a jockey to ride it. And on the basis of that, we will vote for the jockey that best suits we as society and as our governments. At the moment, we have a jockey and the horse constructed by a jockey who also rides the horse. That's a moral hazard, and it will not be resolved. What precipitates our problem at the moment is our own conduct. The political conduct is very clear that the rush is for grading power, not for resolving problems. You can look at all the manifestos. Uh, they mm. are very general. They, are, they don't really hit the spots that society is suffering. These manifestos cannot be quantified, and you need something that is quantified and uh, implementable over a period of time. And that can only rest with society, who then will demand from the politicians to execute uh, yeah. on the basis of that. I wonder then how this uh, CODESA would, uh, what the focus of the CODESA would be, considering that um, if we speak about what happened in the early 1990s uh, with that particular CODESA, is that there was also uh, various other programs that uh, predated that CODESA that led up to the CODESA, for instance, um, the all-white minority vote on that, on that referendum, and then the idea that, okay, so now... Um, you have the majority of white South Africans at the time that said, sure, um, let's, let's abolish apartheid and let's go in th through a democratic system. And then within that democratic system, then the CODESA agenda was then impl implemented. I wonder then what should happen before we come to a CODESA of that nature in a democratic dispensation? Uh, well, I, I think uh, uh, mechanisms of consultation are, are, are already very much in place. The key issue is that uh, the facilitators of these uh, mechanisms of, of consultations cannot be the people who are running for office. So that, 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 that must be a very clear uh, standard that has to be uh, set in motion. So they, they, they cannot lead that process, but they, can, they will be subjected to all other uh, uh, system of consultation like everybody else. And then what comes out of that, which is a national agenda, yeah. it's almost like an NDP. I think the NDP was broadly consulted. It was a, a, a social document that more or less reflected what we wanted. But sure. now we need to look at the, the means of execution and implementation of that. I'm not saying we should go strictly to the NDP, but because yeah. there are so many other things that have arisen that require attention. How different would that then be to the proposal that was made by the president in his State of the Nation address last year for a social pact? Well, you see, the president is a party leader. He will be contesting the election. Therein lie a moral hazard. You need something that is equitable across society. We didn't achieve that. It has eluded us. We are getting deeper and deeper into trouble. To rescue the country, we need society to mobilize itself and give marching orders to those who want to be jockeys to this horse. That's what we need. Thank you so and much. And that has to be quantifiable. Okay, thank you so much, Dr. Badi Luhutla there, former Statistician General. Um, what's your take on that, uh, postponing the elections to allow for a consultative process 
um, that almost takes the shape of a CODESA so that we are clear on what the national agenda is. Do you think that that is possible? And also looking at all the other legislative mechanisms that are already there and the platforms that are already there to deal with some of the issues that we are currently dealing with and how and how different would um, the outcome of such a consultative process be in terms of its ability to make sure that the people that are elected at the end of the day are the people who would be able to breathe life into the constitution of the country or even perhaps um, um, propose for amendments in the constitution where they find that the constitution is actually not an enabler for the advancement of what it itself envisions.